0: Well, welcome everyone. Thank you for joining another edition of Troy Talks uh, Podcast. Uh, today I have a very special guest, excited about another uh, expect another great interview. Uh, my guest today is a founding partner and president of the What Now movement. Uh, his mission is to build high-performing entrepreneurs, authors, and career professionals who are prepared for life unexpected curveballs. Uh, Man, I really wanna deal with that. Uh, He is the author of The Principles of, uh, he's the author, I'm sorry, he's the author of The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. Uh, The Discipline of Now has been recognized as a global top 10 finalist for the 2020 Author Elite Awards in the category of the best self-help book. Uh, This recognition was based on the combination of the following criteria, cover design, content, popularity, and social contribution. Uh, but I want to introduce to some and present to others my special guest today, Eric Tweeds. Eric, thank you for joining us, my friend. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on the show. Man, you you know, Eric, uh if something just really just stuck out to me. Uh <laughs> uh, the the curveball. And uh I read a book by a guy, Steve Atterbury, I think that's the name of it. And it was talking about the life of the biblical character, Samson. Mm-hmm. But one of the quotes he had is, life is one of the most, uh, uh, life is one of the greatest curveball pitchers. And, uh, and maybe when I read it, when I was when reading your bio, that made me think about that. How do you prepare for people for those curveballs, those life unexpected out of nowhere to hit you?
1: Well, you have to help people to pivot, and so we talk about the What Now movement. That started during the pandemic. Okay. Right, so what happened was it was myself, my business partner, Ted Fells, and I have another business partner, Dr. Sharon H. Porter, and we always said that we wanted to work together, Mm -hmm. and we were going to do these summits. We're going to go to the hotels and get people in the conference rooms and all that good stuff. It was going to be great, but then the pandemic happened. And then we said, what now, right? The pandemic caused, caused us, it threw us a curveball. <laughs> yeah. And then what we found was that there were people in our individual networks who would say, I have this big project planned, but I'm going to wait until things get back to normal before I get started. And we, we said, that's the last thing you want to do what you want to do is you want to ask yourself what now. And that's why we decided to start the what now movement. And what we do is we do summits, we do master classes, we we provide video content to inspire people to pivot instead of stopping because here's the thing. The, the pandemic at some point is going to pass, but there's going to be something else. Yeah. There's going to be another curveball. Yeah. So you have to have that mentality of pivoting. Like, what can you do?
0: Right. Do you think with the uh, with with the what now movement, what have you found uh, how it has affected people? How the pandemic have affected people? You, you, excuse me. You you guys uh, re- realized it was a curveball, and so you were able to you know think and readjust. Uh, uh, as in sports, we say halftime adjustments. Uh, so what what have you seen overall in people? Are you seeing people doing the pivot? Or are you seeing more people just stopping? Uh, uh, what,
1: what are you seeing uh, more of? I think people, more people are pivoting overall okay. from what I'm seeing, which is good, which transitioning things to virtual mediums and just looking at, at different ways to tackle things. Mm-hmm. And you still have people out there who just aren't moving and are still saying oh well you know it's the pandemic it's uh it's the gas prices oh yeah well you know it's this uh we, we still do see a lot of that but i am seeing more and more people because some people are forced to pivot
0: yeah I mean, right you,
1: you don't have a choice you have to figure out virtual now
0: right correct true
1: <laughs> you know so that, that that's what i'm seeing
0: now you've coached uh my, my numbers are correct different groups and people you know over your span of your career what would you tell those people that need to pivot? those that saying okay it's the it's the economy it's the gas it's these things
1: what would you tell them to get them to start moving forward a couple of things number one you have to own it okay right? it, it, it's all about ownership and one of, one of the common things that i see is that it's, there's a lot of pointing fingers and deflecting. It's, it's, it's this, it's that, it's, you know, you you have to ask yourself, what do I need to change to get a different result? That's the bottom. I I have a coaching conversation with somebody. Oh, you know, it's this, it's just, it's so hard to find good people. Uh, I I understand that. Now, what do you need to change to get to a different result? Oh, you know what? Um, I can post an ad in this particular place. So that's the question you have to, that'll, the answer will force you to pivot because there's always something that you can do. But if you don't take ownership from the beginning, you'll never get to that.
0: Now, I want you to, if you got more, but I want to ask the follow-up question to this, make sure I'm hearing correctly. So one of the things that we tend to do as human beings, we all tend to do this. We make excuses but we don't look at us for the change. So if, so those things could be actual true factors, mm-hmm. but what are we going to do to change? Are we just going to sit there and just continue to
1: while in excuses or start changing? Is that, i am I understand that correctly? You're 100% correct. And what people need to think about is whatever excuse you want to use, there's mm-hmm. somebody with the same challenge that you have that they're just killing it. Okay. Like, like I, I know people that say, oh, you know, like I, I have these small kids and I know of, I know of a young lady who's got three small kids and she's a single mother and she's killing it in the real estate game. I mean, she is just really making it happen. And she's not saying, well, you know, I have these kids. She's finding a way to make it happen. So I think if, if you can think of that too, that whatever you think is holding you back, there is someone that has that same exact challenge or has it worse. And true. they're finding a way to make it happen.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because so as always, you can find somebody worse or you can find somebody that have experienced it and have overcome it. Uh, uh, you know, it might take you a minute to find who those people are, but I agree. Now, another, I, I think you had more to that. I know one, number one was own it. Did you have more to
1: that? So you have to own it. The other thing is your mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Everything starts with a mindset. That, that's the fundamental thing, right? Uh, and the studies show that typical person, 80% of their thoughts, if you, if you just sit back and pay attention to your, your self-talk, it tends to be negative. It tends to be, oh, goodness, here we go. Oh, man, you know, I can't do this. It, it tends to be negative, and your mind, the reason for that is your mind is always trying to protect you, right? So its it's got a lot of these negative, negative thoughts, worst-case scenarios, but you you have to Break the way to break a bad habit, and that's a, a that thinking habits a bad habit is to replace it with a better one. Yeah, so you really have to focus on the wins. So, what I, what I do is I have people I work with, they have to they uh they use a win log, so you have to you have to write down the positive things that you notice that that are happening. Your wins, what are your victories? It could be something small, it could be I got I got all green lights on the way into the office. It could be, hey, I stuck to my diet plan, and I haven't been sticking to it. Hey, I got a five-star Google review for my business, mm-hmm. and I always say the more you write your wins down, the more wins you'll have to write down. And I'm telling you, this has been a game changer for many people because now you start looking for positivity.
0: Okay. Okay. I like that. For,
1: you start looking for what's going right, and you're a lot you're less likely to procrastinate when you're in that positive frame of mind
0: now i i, I like this i write down your wins uh, uh eric so it, it's this kind of uh you know where we uh gratitude showing gratitude yes uh you know uh, positive things things is happening because we can find a bucket thing of negative things yeah uh and i, I do you well let me ask you this do you think the negative things are not there or i'm sorry the positive things are not there or it's just a negative thinking just just clouded and there's it's, it's a, it's a multiplicity there we just not aware because we clouded by the negative things
1: yeah we, we don't pay attention they're there it's like it's like you know it's you, you go to let's say you go to a car dealership mm-hmm. and you, you look at a a, a red honda mm-hmm. you test drive this red honda and then when you leave the lot, it seems like there's just red Hondas everywhere. Right, true. It's like, oh man, what, what? Did everybody just get a red Honda? Right, yeah. <laughs> no, they've been there all the time. Yeah. But now you're focused on the red Honda. So you see more. So the yeah. takeaway is you see more of whatever you focus on.
0: Yeah. If yeah. You
1: focus on the wins. Guess what? You see more wins. Let, let me tell you. So I have people when I first ask, okay, so tell me about your wins. Mm hmm wins what huh uh, i don't have any wins nothing i have any wins the whole week right and then we, we work together work together several mm. months from now they've got 11 12 wins and if i don't ask them about the wins they will cut me off right and, wait a minute i've been waiting all week to tell you about this you're gonna let me talk to talk about my wins <laughs> so it, it can be a it can be a true game changer if you really start focusing on the positive
0: yeah yeah i i, I love it you know a, a, a win law you know we we hear uh, a, a gratitude journal uh, and different things, but a win log, you know, uh, uh, those win. And I guess that's why sometimes uh, I see people sometimes on social media, sometimes in meetings, tell me a win that you had this week. You know, it could be a small win, you know, and like you said, I got all green lights coming in. It's, it's a small win, but, it, but it's training your mind to look at positive, find positive things. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, now, uh, Eric, I want to shift a little bit Because another thing for my audience, Eric uh, has uh, a, is it a book about procrastination? Yes. And uh, I really want to talk about that because sometimes I can procrastinate and many of us are procrastinators. And so I want him to talk about that. And and Eric told me a little bit uh, uh, when we uh, had a pre-interview that he was a procrastinator. And now he can tell others how to stop procrastinating. So, Eric, let's talk about the procrastination.
1: <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll tell you later. No. Okay. <laughs> Good one, Eric. Right. The, book, the book is titled The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. And I wrote it to be a useful tool that people can basically, you know, because The the frustrating thing for me was that the other books I was finding on the topic, it was all the same stuff. It was all, oh, you got to wake up at 4 a.m. You have to don't check your email before this time. And it was a lot of this, the can, the can cookie cutter answers where Mm -hmm. my book is more real world solutions that you can apply uh, no matter where you are. You can be a night owl. Okay. You you, You can, you don't have to be that super type A personality. Okay. You can find strategies and solutions in the book to help you. And It's only a hundred pages. Okay, and that's the other thing that got me was that there's there's procrastination books that are four hundred pages, and I'm like, <laughs> if someone has a procrastination problem, they're not going to get through the book, right? <laughs> so that that's that's, that's what inspired me to write the book. Yeah. And... You know,
0: uh, you and I like what you said. So most of the books. If, if, if I'm understanding correctly, it's kind of cookie cutter and it makes everybody has to get up, fit everybody in this mode that you have to get up early in the morning and, and and do such and such. Where there are some people are more effective at night than they are in the morning. And you can't force them or make them. Is that what you've seen with a lot of those
1: those books? Sure. Yeah. And because it's this whole grind culture, right? Right. Oh, you yeah. Grind. Oh, yeah. Got to get up 4 a.m. But but really, what it's about? You have to, first off, you have to understand your circadian rhythm. That's like your your body clock. It's your body uh, gauge. So basically, I talk about this in the book. So you have some people who they're morning people. Like I'm a morning right. person. Like right. I, I can get up at 4 a.m. Me too. But, but that's me. Right? Yeah. Uh, but then you have people who are are night owls. Yeah. They get going later. But the key is to schedule your high priority activities during the times of day when you have the most energy. Gotcha. So, so what, what for me, I would make the mistake of trying to write something creative later in the day. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm spent. You know, I've been <laughs> yeah. working with clients. I've been doing this. I've been doing it. And I, nothing's coming to me. Right. And finally, I figured out, you know what? My writing time is early in the morning. Yeah. That's when the ideas come to me. So, so that, that's really, you know, it, it's about utilizing that. and that's not, It's yeah. not necessarily a strength or a weakness yeah. in a morning person or a night owl. It's just really knowing yourself and planning accordingly.
0: You know, I I found that some of the some of the time that I get the most ideas, and this is just me, is when I'm in the shower. Uh, because uh, I'm in there and I'm you know, I'm kind of thinking, you know, and so I get uh, ideas. And so, like you said, you've got to know yourself and how your cadence, you call it, uh, how you operate, and be able to uh, to fit. In that Now, tell us a couple of small, two or three tips that if I, somebody came to you and said, uh, uh, I came to you and said, hey, uh, Eric, uh, tomorrow I, I want to just uh, start uh, overcoming procrastinate. What are two or three tips that you would tell me that I could start immediately?
1: Well, the most basic thing is getting in the habit of making an appointment with yourself. So, for example, instead of saying, oh, I'm going to do that this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to write this blog post this week. You say, okay, I'm going to write the blog post on Tuesday at one o'clock. You get your Google calendar out. You make it an appointment. It could be one o'clock to one set, set the reminder, but also you want to do the day, the time and the place. Okay. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to write that at one o'clock at the, at the my local Starbucks because I know I'll be undisturbed there. And okay. the studies show that when you include the place, the chances of you actually doing it go up by like 40%. Okay. So daytime place and because be the alternative is saying, oh, I'm going to get it done. And then it's Friday at five o'clock and you haven't written right. the blog. But you, And you have to treat the appointment just like if you were meeting the president, president of the United States okay. at, on Tuesday at one o'clock, you would not just not show up. Right. You would, you would be there. You have to treat yourself, give yourself that same respect. So okay. you, I, the, a lot of people I work with that tell me that they're a chronic procrastinator. Mm-hmm. That that one thing has really helped them to overcome that.
0: Okay. I oh, mean, I love it. I, I I hope my audience gravitate because these are some great tips. Uh, so make an appointment with yourself. Uh, but I like you said, not only put the time uh, and the a day, but also put the place uh, that you are scheduling that to, to do that. Right. And, and, and you said 40%, uh, people
1: see a 40%
0: increase yeah. of
1: you're, you're 40% more likely to follow through if you include the place. If you say where you're going to do it. All right. You got another one? Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, so, so the other one is, uh, I call it the, the twigs top five. Okay. And so I have this habit of, so every day at the end of the day, you make a list of your five key priorities that you need to do for the following day these are the five biggest priorities, you know, pretend like, you know, you're about to go on vacation and you have to get this done before. What what are those five things that you want to get done before you go out of town? What are those five most important things aligned with your your goals and everything else? Okay. Uh, And and then if you accomplish those five things, you won for that day.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Now now I I want to ask a couple of things on these five priorities.
0: Should these five, uh, two questions, should these five priorities be written down?
1: And, or should they be written on paper or electronic? My recommendation is paper. Okay. Because there's a, the studies show that it makes a stronger link to your brain when you're the motion of your hand writing with the pen. Okay. I mean, I think electronic is better than nothing, but I would recommend just writing it down. And because what you'll find is throughout the day, it'll start nagging at you. Okay. You put that thing on paper. Okay. uh, It'll start nagging at you. Okay. And then, yeah, you'll you'll get into a a rhythm of uh, getting your tasks done and you'll find that you're procrastinating a lot less. If you, the things you're putting on the list that you used to procrastinate on, you'll okay. find that you'll start getting those things done. Love it.
0: Now, let me ask you this, uh uh Eric, what are uh reasons
1: that people procrastinate? What are some of the reasons that people procrastinate? So the number one fundamental reason is discomfort at at the root of procrastination. People aren't comfortable with the task for whatever reason. Now, it could be something as simple as, you know what? I just don't like doing that. So I'll just, they call it task aversion. Okay. I I just don't like doing my taxes. So I'm going to wait until the last possible minute to get it done. Right. I just, it's not that deep or complicated. I just don't want to do it. Right. Right. So, so you have that. And then I always say, say, you know, just because something needs to be done, it doesn't mean that you have to do it. Mm-hmm. So, so you need to really be thinking about that. Okay. So this discomfort and it, it could also fear is a thing that comes up a lot. Okay. I do these workshops and I'll have the participants brainstorm the things that cause them to procrastinate. Fear always comes up in every session without me bringing it up. Okay. Right. So it could be fear of success. It could be fear of failure fear of judgment and criticism, which is huge. So people, if you got a presentation, you're afraid that people are going to criticize or judge you. So you'll you'll put it off. So what happens is uh, you, you feel the anxiety. Yeah. And, and so then you look for a relief for the anxiety. And that's why you go to your smartphone, and start checking emails and checking social media. You're looking for that dopamine, release to help you to relieve that anxiety that's why a lot of people that procrastinate go on social media because they're looking for that relief for the anxiety that they're feeling but but the root cause is this discomfort here's the thing too it's all about awareness if people say to me oh eric i've all i have always procrastinate with everything no i have yet to meet a person who procrastinates in every aspect of their life right because there's, there's something out there
0: that you know, they, they really passionate and enjoy that. They're not right. going to procrastinate. Yes. Okay, right. go ahead. So what yeah.
1: happens is I, I know people who at home, mm-hmm. they are on point. They get the kid together. They're always on time. They, they don't miss a beat when it comes to the home life. Mm-hmm. But then if they go to work, they'll procrastinate. It's like, it's like they're two different people. And then, then I see it vice versa. Okay. And so you have, to, you have to pay attention to what triggers you. Because a lot of times we have things that just trigger us. To, to put it off. It's a discomfort, uh, something we don't like. Again, it could be the work situation. You're just not passionate about what you're doing. So you'll hit the snooze button as much as you can to avoid going in. Um, so it's really about paying attention because it's not, you know, nobody procrastinates with everything. It's, yeah. it's about having that awareness.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think the, the discomfort, you know, I like the discomfort and fear, but I think the discomfort is probably the number one, uh, especially in, in me uh many times for the procrastination not not necessarily the fear it could but i think it's more of the discomfort there's something i like taxes you mentioned taxes i wait to the last minute i really just don't want want to do it you know so i put it off and i you know i put it off uh because i just don't want to do it you know uh so yeah i agree uh and sometimes uh even you know i could delegate it to get to somebody else to do it but i got to get all the data so i don't want to do that. (laughs) <laughs> so, so even when I pay somebody to do it, I still got to get out and get the data together. Don't want to do that either. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. God. laughs> uh, So Eric, um, we try to keep these uh, short. So I know you got an event coming up. And so I want you to talk about that event coming up and also your books. And then how can people connect with you?
1: Yeah, so the event is... The uh, What Now Movement Summit is actually called the, the, the Moving the Needle in Your Business Summit. It is on Saturday, July the 16th from 9 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern. And we've got we, we've got keynote speakers. We've got a panel session, but you will leave that summit. It's free. That, that's the big thing. Doesn't cost you anything. Um, you, you can go to this summit. You go to the what, the site is the whatnowmovement at gmail.com. You'll see the link. You can register right there. Uh, but that's, that, that's going to be a game changer. That's going to be something else to really inspire you to pivot. Um, and as far as my book, it's, against The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. You can pick up a copy on my website, eric, E-R-I-C-M, twiggs dot com. It's available in paperback, in ebook, and in audio format.
0: All oh, the uh, the uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for uh, formats, I guess. Uh, 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 audio, uh, ebook, and paperback, uh, Eric. So the summit. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, you. Uh, send me the information where I can share it on my social media channels. Absolutely, I'm a, I'm I'm going to try I'm not procrastinate to be in there. But the July sixteenth is my birthday, so I don't oh, know. Happy what, birthday! Man. Thank you. I don't know what's going to be planned that day, uh, but uh, uh, I definitely uh, want to try to uh, attend uh, because I want to uh, uh, get there and then also support. Uh, and uh, again, Eric, I mean, any final thoughts? Anything you want to leave with my audience that uh, would be beneficial
1: for them? So something else we talked about discomfort so a lot of times you see a, a, a massive project and you're you're not comfortable with even where to start it could be writing a book could be starting a podcast and the easiest thing to do is nothing right it's like oh man this is so complicated i don't know where to begin i'm not going to do anything so so please remember this i'm going to write this down don't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress
0: right uh, hold on
1: hold on uh don't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. I got to write this down because this is huge. Okay.
0: Got it. Go okay. ahead. All right. I got it. Yeah. Just take anything you want little... to add to that. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's
1: self explanatory, but go ahead. Yeah. Just the what's the next step that you can take in the direction of where you want to go. And a step could be small. The step could be calling someone who's already done what you aspire to do. The step could be Googling information. But then a lot of times when you take the step, the next steps start to reveal themselves. And before you know it, you're done. So that's the takeaway. Don't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. And and do you see a
0: lot of people, that's one of the biggest procrastination is,
1: they're looking to be perfect perfectionism yes yeah yeah that's huge especially i mean i i battle that yeah i I can be a perfectionist at times yeah and yeah and i had to learn you can't with the book you can't write and edit at the same time right it's got to be perfect no you get your get your ideas down yeah then you can always go back and edit gotcha
0: well uh my community troy talks tribe y'all heard from eric You know, he mentioned us, don't let uh, perfection be the enemy of progress. Uh, He told us that uh, uh, one of the top things of uh, procrastination is discomfort. Another one is fear. Uh, Make sure you get his book. Don't forget his event is coming up. Uh, You can reach out to him, connect with him. uh, And also you can connect with me. Uh, I'm going to try to get this uh, episode out right before the event. Um, because uh, I think I think this is a huge thing for Eric uh, to be able to share and people to hear about uh, the event and participate in the event. Uh, well, Eric, again, man, thank you for uh, allowing me to uh, interview you. Thank you for uh, the connection on Podmatch. I appreciate it. Uh, and my audience, thank y'all for your support, your listening, uh, your downloads. Make sure when you hear this, you listen to it, you uh, subscribe, and you give us a review. Uh, That's all I got. I hope everybody have a great day. Thank you again, uh, everyone, for uh, tuning in.